Hey guys, I got some exciting news to share with you. New Amazing Trends. That's right. New Amazing Trends is a leading seller of the most innovative, most advanced, most revolutionary products out there. They constantly strive to bring you the very best products the world has to offer at the best prices. Now the thing about this is, this website has new trends every single week. For example, about a month ago, I bought some whitening toothpaste on there that I was really happy with. And they, it, it, that week, they had toothpaste, they had those LED light things, they had all kind of whitening strips, things like that. And then they'll shift to like beauty products for women, things for kids, things for around the house, things that you really can't get anywhere else. And you got them at the best prices that you can possibly get them at. I'm telling you, all you got to do is go to newamazingtrends.com. This week, they're featuring household items, you know, things like automatic soap dispensers, you know, like windshield covers, but, you know, like like good ones, not like ones you'll get in, like, Walmart, cheap plastic crap. I'm talking real stuff. So you can grab something for the house, and when you get to check out, you can grab something for uh, your little skippies. Again, go to newamazingtrends.com. All of these products are already heavily discounted, and you want to save another 10%? Just type in the promo code CHRISTIAN12672 at checkout. Get another 10% off. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-12672. Make sure you're checking this website out frequently because their offers change every single week. New trends every week. New amazing trends. Join the future. Full future. Half the cost. Newamazingtrends.com. Hey, what's going on? It's Christian Rodriguez, and it is time for the C-Rod Podcast for Sunday, November 27th, 2022. (laughs) Anybody want to take a stab who's bringing us in here this week? I'll give you a bar. Go ahead. (laughs) Or should I say, (laughs) Eddie Murphy. That's right. He he, He threw his hat in the ring in music back in, I don't know. Was it 1989? And I think I was partial to this song because A, I was 11. And B, I loved Eddie Murphy. And, you know, I thought about it too. Maybe that's the reason why I'm so fucked up. (laughs) Because, you know, the first comedy special I I ever saw in my life, all right, was Eddie Murphy Raw. I was 11 years old. All right, for those of you who haven't seen Eddie Murphy Raw, it was pretty fucking raunchy, (laughs) even for back then. And I was 11 years old, and I couldn't get enough of it. I was watching that shit every day. Then I went back and watched Delirious, and I started watching Richard Pryor and George Carlin. No wonder why my mind's so fucked up. (laughs) You know, but maybe that's why I say what I want, where I want, whenever I want, however I want. Because that's that's the way I came up. But it was just funny because back then, see, now Eddie Murphy was pretty much on top of the planet at that point in his life. He like he shot up like quick, and he thought, "Oh, well, I'm Eddie Murphy. I could just you know I'm, I can be a musician if I want to be." And not realizing that it's like it's actually a challenge. Because the funny thing was, like when I look when I was looking through songs to play today, that song popped in my head. So I looked it up, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this guy actually did a whole album like this." 
it was hilarious. I listened to like a few tracks, you know, and it, it, it's basically like, you know what it sounded like? Do you ever go down the shore back in the late 80s, early 90s? This is for, you know, obviously the Skippies out there didn't, they weren't alive yet. They don't do this anymore. But you ever go down Wildwood and like you go into like the little studio box and you just pick a song and they play the karaoke version of it and you sing it and then they tape it and you go home with the tape. <laughs> it was like it was like a full length album like that for Eddie Murphy. It was like he was just singing karaoke. You know, it was it's hilarious. Yeah, all right there, Ed. <laughs> Back that the fuck up, all right? Maybe you know, maybe you were a little bit too big for your britches. All right, step the fuck out of the studio kindly. And back onto the stage or behind the lens. Because <laughs> you, you just, this ain't going to cut it. <laughs> Same thing, who's the other guy that did that? This, this is the era of people who thought they were too big and they thought they could do it. Oh, um, Patrick Swayze. You know, now the, shame, the shameful thing for his, he did that song, She's Like the Wind, right? And the thing was, it was like, it wasn't even a bad song, it was a pretty good song. Him, not so much. You know, but back then, you know, Patrick Swayze thought he was like this human Swiss army knife. <laughs> he could do it. Oh, what? What do you need? A bouncer for your bar? You need a tough guy? Yeah, I could do that. Fucking roadhouse. You know, oh, you need somebody to teach your daughter to mambo? Yeah, uh, dirty dancing. I can do that. <laughs> you need me to rob a bank? Yeah, yeah, point break. Yeah, I can do that, though. You know, and he thought he could just do anything. You know, it was like, yeah, no. You can't Swiss army knife your way into a singer there, gay. <laughs> All right, a little 80s lesson. They do it today, too, I think. You know, like like Jared Leto, like that fucking guy. Like, he's a, he's a, on a different species. That dude is a fucking clown, you know. But he did it. He was a, what was he? He was an actor first and then a singer. Or was it vice versa? I don't know. And then you had uh, Tony Montana, you know, Miley Cyrus. Like, she wasn't she an actor first? Who, who knows? But they still do it. But I think the latter, you know, Leto and, and Miley Cyrus actually had talent for it. <laughs> Where, you know, those the other two bozos I talked about didn't. But anyway, I hope everybody had a fantastic Thanksgiving. I, for one, can say with confidence that I did. I think that may have been, if not one of the best Thanksgivings I had ever had. And I went to Jay's house. And we had a fucking blast. It was just like us hanging out on a Saturday. It just happened to be Thanksgiving. And like I told you guys before, it's the, it's the greatest holiday, just bar none. You know, just show up, eat, drink beer, watch football, rinse and repeat. And, and that is what in the fuck we did. But the thing is, it's like, it, it, it's great doing things like that because it's like, for me, I don't know about anybody else, okay? But, I'm you know, I don't have a whole lot of family left. And especially with my dad gone, it's like, okay, well, now things are changing, you know? But I will say, like, there's places I've gone for holidays my entire life where it's just like, you, the, the talk couldn't get any smaller. You know, it's the same thing every year, too. And it's like, you know, I've stepped in puddles deeper than this conversation that we're having right now. And it's no knock to anybody, but it's like, you know, how many people out there have the family that they see, like, once a year? You know, and, and the whole thing is, like, so formal and so, like, you know, militant. You know, it's the same thing. I would walk in, oh, hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah, you look great. Oh, it's good to see you. Yeah, it's great to see you. So, so how, this, this is what I would get asked. So, so how's work? How's work going? Oh, it, it's fucking good. Oh, yeah. what do you do again, by the way? I tell them what I do. You know, oh, it's great. That's great. That's really great. So you seeing anybody? No, no, not right now. Oh, well, that's okay. The right one will come along. It, it's okay. And it's the same fucking thing every year. Like, after that question, then, then what do you got? 
you got on guts. <laughs> and you eat dinner and you're just looking at the like counting down the time to like when you can leave. And every year it's like you leave like a half hour earlier. And then <laughs> going into it, you're like, all right, I think you know we've been doing six thirty for like you know the last five years. We could pinch it down to six now. What kind of holiday is that, really? You know, like I said, I love my family, but you know, like I want to have genuine shit going on. Now, of course, I consider Jay family. He and I have been friends for 32 fucking years, okay? And I've known his family for 32 fucking years. And, and, and we, we, we get along like gangbusters. We laugh our asses off, you know, and just enjoy time. So it was like, basically, we, we went in there, and it's like, you know, you, you, you're sitting there drinking beer, watching football. And I really think the central thesis of, of those, like, uptight type of, th- <laughs> of, of family gatherings Get some alcohol in the mix. You know, you want to loosen shit up instead of saying, like, you know, what, what question do I have for him next? I don't know. Like, you feel like you have to say something? I got to drink a little bit, you know? Hell yes. <laughs> but we were just sitting in there. It was like me, uh, my buddy Jay, his girlfriend's son, his uncle, his cousin, right? And we're just sitting there watching football in the basement. And the difference of, like, the traditional family thing versus, like, this kind of get-together it's like a halftime. Like, yeah, you guys want to smoke a joint? Yeah, let's go. Fuck it. <laughs> we're passing a joint around. We're doing shots. We're drinking beers. Watching football. Shooting the shit. It was a great fucking time. We were eating all day. Just like I said, Thanksgiving's the best fucking holiday that there is. But it's always better when you could just... Because, like I said, this is this was just like us hanging out on a Saturday that just happened to be Thanksgiving. And it was a great fucking time. It really was. And then Jay was saying, like, you know, we should do this every year. You know, he's like, I, I always wanted to have, like, a Friendsgiving. Whoa, 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 time out there, guy. <laughs> time out with the Friendsgiving. Like, we ain't, we ain't doing that. <laughs> oh, God, everybody wants to put their stupid terms on everything, you know. Friendsgiving can mean two things. It can mean, one, it can mean, like, oh, look, look, we're grown-ups, so we can do Thanksgiving by ourselves. And they'll post everything, you know. Well, Jeannie's going to bring her, her sweet potatoes. And Brian's going to make his mashed potatoes, and then there's going to be, yeah, and it's all a whole fucking thing. You know, we need a Friendsgiving, it's great. No, just get together, fucking have fun. You know, we don't need to post all this on social media. You know what I'm saying? Some people do, but it's all good. Right? But I'm like, we're not doing the Friendsgiving thing. Friendsgiving sounds like it could, it could, you could, it could be mis- mistook for, like, human trafficking. No? Yeah, we're having a Friendsgiving. Who, who are you giving your fucking friends to? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? But it was a great time, and I, I hope that that's, that that's a, a thing going on for, for years to come, because I had a fucking, I had a blast. So, what do I got for you guys today? I, oh, well, I'm fresh off of a war that I didn't tell you guys about. I had a little home invasion, that I, I, you know, that I can share with you here on the C-Rod Podcast. So, I, I'm coming fresh off of a war from, from a home intruder, and I've talked about these fuckers before on this show, a few times, as a matter of fact. And I don't know why this happened. This was like the week before last, okay? And I, I go into the kitchen like in the morning. Like, you know, I, I walk into the kitchen in the morning. I feed Deacon, you know, grab me a Coke Zero, get me get a little caffeine in me, you know, and go log in. Now, I walk into the kitchen, and when I went to go fill up Deacon's water, I saw two fruit flies. I went, you fucking cock-sucking motherfuckers. Because I, I did a whole bit on these bitches like a whole a while ago. I think I did two, as a matter of fact. Because this is the third time in two years that I saw fruit flies in my house, and, it, and they were a pain in the dick to get rid of. And I don't keep my I, like I keep my shit together. You know, like I don't have like you know pizza boxes like all over the fucking floor, and like you know like three day old food on a plate on a table just sitting there. 
KFC buckets with like you know turkey or chicken carcasses, and I don't do that. So I like I have nothing that's going to attract them. I, I have no idea what their fascination is with this fucking place. But then I googled it and I looked. They're not just attracted to food and like you know fermenting fruit and shit. They're actually attracted to like drains. Like they'll go into a drain and just breed in it. I'm like, oh god damn it. So I saw too, knowing that like now I got my hands full because. You know, these, these fucking things are impossible to kill by hand. You just can't do it. And I said it when I did that bit before. I'm like, they will just dance in your face, like, unapologetically, like, <laughs> as they're fucking going around. And you try to what? What do you try to do? You try to grab them out of the air with your fist. That doesn't fucking work. You know? Then you figure, they're so fucking small, he's dancing right in front of my face. Let me just clap them in. You know? They evade that. They are the most elusive bug or insect that they're... I mean, they are like the, the Floyd Mayweather of insects because you just can't touch them like there's nothing you can do and i think the last two times that i got them i think i did like a little you know after i cleaned up my kitchen i would i would like instead of wiping my my surfaces down with just like a regular you know cleaner i would do like bleach and ammonia and i would i would wipe it down there and i think it would take like a couple days and they would just stop coming in so this time I, I look it up and like, well, they could breed in your drain. I'm like, oh, and the fuck can they? Well, watch this. And I went and I boiled a pot of five quarts of water and boiled that shit to like 250 degrees and poured it right down there. Like, I'll burn you the fuck out of there, you little fucks. You know, because like I said, I'm not killing you by hand, you know. So the next day I come out and like they multiply like gremlins, these fucking things. You know, so I come out and apparently that didn't work. And I see like five or six of them now. I'm like, you fucking son of a bitch. You know, I'm so pissed off too because it's like you know, like this is the reward I get for you know keeping my shit together, right? So now I look up, you know, do I have anything in the house right now that could kill them? So I don't have to wait the two day period if I order something off Amazon, and now they're, they're now they're a fucking small village, you know. By the time the, the Amazon gets here, you know, so I it took me it took me to some Reddit forum, and it was saying something to the effect of like, yeah, just get you know dish soap and apple cider vinegar. And just put that into a bowl and just watch them come in and die. And I and I saw like all the people commenting on, or like, oh my god, that's the great. It was almost like people who rate food around here in Norristown. You know, everything is the best. Down, like I cooked seventy fucking fruit flies in here. And I'm like, all right, if it's working for everybody, you know, there wouldn't be a Rodriguez law attached to this, would there? I don't know. So as I'm, I grab my keys right there, I'm like, I'm going to Giant, I'm grabbing apple cider vinegar. And on my way past the kitchen, I'm like, enjoy flying around for the last hours of your life because it's the fuck on when I get home, you know? So like I said in the pilot episode of this podcast when I had that insect problem outside, you know, in the summertime with mosquitoes and lanternflies and carpenter bees and all that shit, I don't want to go equip myself with just a weapon, you know? I want a whole cachet. I want an artillery, you know? I want to, you know, I want to be a small armed forces. You know, so I go to Giant and I got three bottles of this shit. So I come home and I take three bowls and I put the dish soap in there along with the apple cider vinegar and I put it on the, I put it on one on the counter, one on the stove and one on top of the microwave. And I went like and watched an episode of a show because the, the one person said like I, I killed 60 of them in like an hour. So I'm like, all right, I go, you know, I go set these bowls and then I come in to go watch an episode of a show that I'm watching. More on that later. And I'm sitting there like a little kid. I'm giggling. <laughs> like waiting. I'm like, I cannot go. I cannot wait until this episode is over so I can go in there and see the carnage, you know, of, of what I what I just did, you know. So I walk into the goddamn kitchen, right? I look in all three bowls. I got nothing. 
I'm like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Everybody else killed them. It was just not they just put it there and they they just killed themselves. Yeah, all right, yeah, me? No, I ain't got that. Now, as I walk in, of course, see what fruit flies do is they just chill on something. Like they're not always flying around. They don't fly around until like the human comes around. You know, you walk into the kitchen and they're like, Oh my god, oh my god, everybody like everybody get into the spot where the the human can't kill you, which is the air. You know, and I see nothing. Now I'm like, I'm totally let down. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Now I got to wait for two more days. I got to wait for this family to breed into a goddamn, you know, colony. Right? So I go to Amazon. I'm like, I, you know, again, I don't just want a weapon. I want an artillery. So I, I look in. I'm like, I'm taking the highest rated shit and I'm getting towed them. Right? So I saw one over a thousand reviews, two products over a thousand reviews, five star average. And I'm like, okay. You know, this has to fucking work. So I get one was like a glue trap, and they were like little tiny ones that you just put all over the house. So I ordered like 15 of them, right? And basically, it's just this little thing. You stick it to the wall and then take the paper off, and it's sticky on both sides, and then they just go up. And then, you know, once they, the, the glue is supposed to attract them, and then once they get onto the glue, you know, obviously they're dead, which I thought perfect because I want to torture these motherfuckers. Like, I don't want it to be instantaneous death, I want you to f- reflect. On what you did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I just want that to happen. You know, like like you're wiggling around going like, where did I go wrong? You came in Christian Rodriguez's apartment, motherfucker. That's where you went wrong. All right? There, Phil. <laughs> right? So there's that. And then there was another one that was like a whole plug-in joint. Like you, you plugged it in. There was like this big night light, blue light that came off of it. And then there was like an insert with a glue trap. And then the light's supposed to attract them to the glue trap, and then you know they they're, they suffer a long death again. Now I've heard this before. When these those glue traps are so inhumane, you know, like because I remember one time somebody got like a, a mouse trap that was a glue trap, and they caught the mouse, and it was like they were crying, like I can't believe I just did that. So me, no, 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 no. Do you do that? Let me just ask you something. You know, like once somebody breaks the the plane of your house, they are now an intruder. No. And you can do any kind of lethal force that you want. Right? Because think about it like this. Let's just say somebody broke in, you know, broke and entered into your house and they were, were going to rob you and possibly murder your family. Right. And you happen to have a six foot glue trap there, you know, and the guy gets caught in a glue trap. You come out the next morning, you see him squirming, you know, and, and fighting for his life. You know, do you turn to, to your husband and go, see, that's so inhumane, and on second thought, just just let him loose and let him murder the whole family. That's so inhumane. No, he's a fucking intruder, all right? And I'm going to kill you. You know, what did I guy, What did I tell you guys before, right? It's like, when, if, if I see you, at any kind of rodent or insect or fly or bug or whatever, as soon as I lay eyes on you, it's like that, I'm not going to do, I will drop everything. To end your fucking life, I will murder your whole family, and I will and I will leave your carcasses and your bodies out there so anybody else can see. You know, like you want to make this decision. I wonder how he died. He came to fucking here. That's how he died. I'm leaving it there for you to see it. <laughs> right. So now, like, I'm kind of you know, I'm I'm like waiting so that the things. Two days later, I go into the kitchen, the day of the delivery, and there's like thirty of these fucking things. I'm like, oh god. I'm like, this thing can't get here fast enough. So finally. I get the email, like, your package has been delivered, and I flew down there like Fred Flintstone flew off the dinosaur when the clock went five, and it was time for him to go home. I was like, dude, right? So I get back up here, and I'm opening up the, you know, the traps, <clears throat> and I took the sticky ones, and I put one, two on a cabinet, like, on different cabinets, obviously, one on the fridge, and then two on, like, the adjacent wall, and then I took the other trap, and I plugged that in and put the trap in, 
right? I go into the living room. Because here's the thing, other than the Reddit forum for the cider vinegar, these people were actually on Amazon. Like when I read the reviews, they were posting pictures of these traps, and these things had hundreds of fucking fruit flies on them. I'm like, good. You know, this is foolproof. So I set them all up. I come in, watch an episode of a show. <laughs> right? 45 minutes later, go into the thing. Not one fruit fly on the on the trap. But, of course, they saw the human coming, and now they're all flying in my fucking face. And now I'm at a point where I'm at a crossroads. I'm like, what am I going to do here? Like, I might lose this battle. You know, because now there's so many of them. And like I said, you can't catch them or swat them out of the air. That's fucking dead, man. Like, that's not happening. And the traps aren't working, so what the fuck am I going to do? Right? So I had to get out of the house just to clear my head. Because, like, I'm, I'm, I'm beside myself at this point because I hate this shit. I hate intruders. You know? Now... I had to go to Target to get a few items, and I'm walking through Target, and I happen to come through, like, you know, the one section where, like, the bug spray is. I'm like, all right, let me check this out, right? See if there's any kind of bomb I could set off or anything like that, right? So I'm looking through, and I see, I walk right right the fuck by Raid. Anything that says Raid should just say scam. Quick sidebar, when I used to live in Philly, one of the spots I lived in Philly when I was a kid, it was like a, like a ghetto condominium type of place, and... It was infested with cockroaches. It was like, it was it was horrible. It was like a traumatizing event, you know? Because, like, this is, it was so bad. Like, they weren't just in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were in the sink. They were in the bathroom. They were crawling on the ceiling. They were just anywhere. They, they were anywhere. It was just like they can pop up at any time, you know? And we would see them, like, and we would always have Raid on hand. So, like, I would see them in the kitchen, right? And I would, I, I was a kid, and I was a twisted kid. And I would, <laughs> I would take the, the, the raid thing and i would drown a cockroach in this shit and and i always thought that like that that raid shit just makes them horny to be honest with you but like i wanted to see what the kill time was you know because you're supposed to just spray them and that's it but i was sitting i drowned this motherfucker in a goddamn thing it, and he was a trooper this thing t- it took about 30 or 40 minutes before he finally just slowed down and and, and came to a halt but think about it. If you spray on the regular fucking amount that you're supposed to spray, like they're going to live for a week. They'll just, they're going to have 12 more families by the time that shit catches up to them. Fuck that shit. So I'm, I'm going anything past, anything right, I'm walking right past it. But then I noticed there was a spray bottle and it had the logo of the, the plug-in trap that I had that didn't work. And I'm like, eh. but I did see that it was a spray bottle with like clear liquid and it said like, you know, flying insect killer. I went, all right, well, what do I got to lose at this point, you know? So I bought three bottles of shit. <laughs> and I come home, and my intention was to actually go in there like boondock saints. Like, I'll have, like, a like a bottle in each hand. You know, that the guy had both guns. Like, pop, 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 you know? So the first thing I had to do was get Deacon's, you know, water and food out of the room. Because, like, it was, it, it, this was about to get messy, you know? So... Here I am. I go into the living room. I just wanted to see what kind of weaponry I was really working with here, you know, so I can like, you know, prepare to go to war, go to battle here, right? So I, I see the shit. I, I turn the nozzle, you know, so I can get a stream going. So I just wanted to see like wh- how 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 quick the stream was, you know, how tight it was, how fast it was. So I'm in the living room and I I, I you know got the air out. You have to do a little pump, a couple pumps to get the air out, you know. And the stream started coming out, and I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like, this this thing was coming out like an AR-15. I'm like, all right, I might have a chance here, you know? And I noticed <laughs> after I squirted it, man, 
this shit was like fucking gasoline that, that was coming out of this. I'm like, this is exactly what I need. It was almost like this company just went to a gas station and filled up a, a, a bunch of bottles, <laughs> and they're going to sell it as bug spray. I was like, holy shit, like this shit could be effective on humans, let alone a fucking fruit fly, right? So not only do I have like a, like a good weapon, but but the what's coming out of the weapon is even better, right? So I, my, my thing was, you know, like I said, like once you cross that threshold of the kitchen, they're going to start flying all over the place. But I didn't want that. I wanted them in their chill spot so I can just start picking them off. You know, I was almost going to be like a sniper, you know? So I wanted to be like a ninja. I didn't want them to know that I was in there. I just wanted to, you know, just, just pick you off out of nowhere. You know, so I start tiptoeing into the kitchen. You know, I'm like, all right, I'm going to get my right leg in. And then I could just kind of like shimmy my way in so they don't you see the movement, you know? And I did, and they didn't move. And I saw like three of them on the cabinet, right? Just chilling. I'm like, and just the look of them just resting there. It's like, you cocksucker, intruding motherfucker, just laying there like a piece of shit. Go to work or get a job. Do something. You know? So finally I got in my shooter position. I picked the one that I wanted to, you know, that I wanted to get. Right? I pulled the trigger, and when I tell you the stopping power of this fucking shit, okay? It was like, it was like a 357 Magnum. It was like, all right, so I, I hit him, direct hit, right? And the thing didn't move. It was dead on contact, right? And and and, and the stream was so powerful to, to, to the degree which it didn't even fall off the cabinet. I fucking shot him, boom, and it, his carcass was just pinned up against the cabinet. I'm like, yes, I wanted to crucify you in front of all your goddamn friends and let them know that Judgment Day is here. You do not have much time left on this planet, and I'm going to take your fucking life, and I'm not going to stop until all you are dead. Anyway, so now once I did that, all of them went into a frenzy and they got into the, like, you know, the safe human position, which is flying. I'm like, okay, well, I think I got a little equalizer here, right? So I start like looking around to see where they're flying around, right? I started picking these things out of the fucking sky like they were fighter jets. Then they were going straight to the ground, right? Oh, it was great. And then there was some like hanging in the sink. So I just coated the sink with it and they just swam right up to it and dead on contact. Like this was like fucking... You know, this is like Vietnam, like when they would napalm an area. Like, you're fucking, you're all dead, right? I think I counted by the time I was done. I think there was 32 carcasses, <laughs> 32 bodies all over the fucking place, you know? And then so, I, you know, I was cleaning up my kitchen. I'm like, okay, so just, just so we're clear, you know, like this may not be over. This could be a Michael Myers situation. You don't know when they'll come back to life. You know, or if there's any that hid, you know, the punk bitches that always hide. There's always those, you know. So what I did was, I, you know, I cleaned, I cleaned my counter, right? And I did the, I, I did like bleach and ammonia on the counter, you know, make sure they don't come back. And then I took the bug spray and I just lined the sink with it. And then I sprayed it down the fucking drain, all of it, you know, like, like try to come back and see what the fuck happens, right? So I was like, oh, man, I was proud as a peacock. I'm, I'm sitting there watching TV going like, yeah, motherfucker. Like, like, I just won that war, you know? So now, next morning I wake up and I'm like, all right, here's the test. Let me go see. You know, if I walk in and they all, and they all go in panic mode and start flying away, then, you know, then we got, you know, we got another battle to go through today, right? I walk in the kitchen, not one, not one fucking fruit fly into things. I was like, victory! <laughs> But the cool part is, I only used about a half a bottle. So that means I got two and a half bottles left. So if I ever run into this problem again, I know exactly what to do. In fact, I might just start doing it for fun. Like, I'll just buy a tomato and just let it, like, wither. <laughs> and then let them all come out and just fucking annihilate all of them. 
you know, just for just for target practice now. <sighs> but the shit that I put up with, you know, I am way over time for a break here. I think I'm what seven and a half minutes past of what I'm supposed to do. So, you know, you know the drill. You know, you know, you know, you know the thing. You know, you know how the show goes. What we got going on on the other side. That's fucked up. Get off my lawn and a whole lot of other shit. So make sure you keep it locked right here on the C-Rod Podcast. Don't go away. Hey, guys, you got a home improvement job that you've just been putting off that you need to get done? For fear of maybe, like, you don't have the right materials, you don't got the DIY to be able to do it yourself, you don't have the manpower to do it, then look no further. My buddy Chris Jackson at C. Jackson Contractors, he's got you covered. That's right. I've known Chris for about 15 years now, and I got to tell you, I knew right then that that guy was going to be at the top of his field once he got involved and got things rolling. You know how I know? We would be hanging out on the weekends in the summertime, drinking beers, playing wiffle ball, throwing horseshoes, having barbecues, you know, as the guys do. And I would always look around, and Chris wasn't there. i go, hey, where's Chris at? Like, oh, yeah, he's, uh, he's remodeling a kitchen for somebody. He's doing a side job. He would do that on Saturday and Sunday. He worked 50, 60 hours a week on his job. Then he would come out and do side jobs on the weekend. And I'm talking about second to none, top quality, unbelievable craftsmanship. This stuff will blow your mind. All you got to do is go to his website at cjacksoncontractors.com just to see what I'm talking about. I mean, I'm talking this guy's got custom design, general and custom carpentry, building cabinetry, handmade tables and benches. Those are really high-end, too. High-end home bars, elegant staircases, anything that you can dream up. If this, it's Chris's dream to make your dream come true, right? One call to Chris, and he's basically going to weed out all those shady contractors who are going to do a shitty job and overcharge you. When you, get, when you get Chris Jackson, you know exactly what you're paying for because you are going to get top quality, top shelf experience. Trust me. I guarantee it. So, Again, oh, by the way, this guy took a house in Fox Chase, his house that he lives in now. This thing was almost at the point of being condemned, and he turned it into a modern-day cathedral. This guy is brilliant, he's talented, he's hardworking, and he's a class act. You got to go check out my buddy, Action Jackson, Chris Jackson. Call Chris, cjacksoncontractors.com. Tell him I sent you. All right, welcome back to the C-Rod Podcast. Cool and the gang bringing us in. And, you know, it, it, that was something I used to say when I was younger. I, I don't realize, like, sometimes you don't realize that you're really showing your age when you talk to younger people. You know, you talk about movies they have no idea, or music they have no idea what you're talking about. But, like, sometimes they'll say things to you and the effect of, like, hey, do you want to do this or do you want to do that? And I'm like, ah, right, cool and the gang. You know, that was, like, my thing. I say it all the time. And then I... <laughs> I realized how old I was when I say it to other people. I'm like, they don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, they're like, cool in the gang. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> okay. So, just wanted to fill you guys in real quick on like a, on, on some shows here. Since I, since I watched Stranger Things, you know, like I told you before I go on the balcony, now I actually get my money's worth for Netflix. So, I watched that show, The Watcher. Anybody see this? Everybody hyped it up so much. You know, oh my God, The Watcher was fucking crazy. You know, 
And I'm like, all right, I'll turn it on. And the only reason why I did was because the lead guy, Bobby Cannavale, like I really like that guy. He's, <laughs> he's a great actor. Like he's just a cool dude. But I did not like his character in this one. He was he was like the husband and like the father of the family, but he was kind of creepy. He was a little weird, right? But anyway, quick synopsis. It was it was about this house. It was a really, really cool, old, you know, historical landmark type of house. And they bought it. And apparently that, that house comes with this freak show that like watches the house and sends letters like threatening your kids and all this other shit, right? So I'm sitting there watching. It was seven episodes. You know what it was like? It was like you know, it was a seven-hour episode of Law and Order. You know, because all all it was like I, I think I talked about Law and Order on this show before. You know, each each episode had a different suspect, and it was like, oh, it's got to be him, it's got to be him, and then it's not, and it's got to be him, and it's got to be him. And then when they find out that like the person it actually is, you're like, there's no fucking way that it was that person. You know, it's just I don't know. You know, if you want to watch it, fine, but I figure I'd just save you seven hours before you go through that because it was just like whatever but i did start watching that show manifest it's about like people these this flight just disappears out of nowhere one day right and then like it lands back home like five and a half years later and to the people that were landing like it was only the the vacation time is like what passed in their head but like to their families five and a half years went by and they, they all moved on with their lives like they had families like they had funerals for the for the people who left hey then they come back and it's a whole shit show i've been enjoying it i you know i've i've been enjoying it it's kind of you know and it's kind of sci-fi which again i don't like but since i watched stranger things and thought like i really loved it i'm like fuck it i'll i'll tailor my brain to kind of half believe the shit you know plus the lead girl melissa roxburgh not all she's my girlfriend <laughs> no, but that's a good show if you're if you're into that kind of thing. It's 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 pretty interesting. But it's it's four seasons, and it was I realized like I would watch like an episode, right? And if you watch a show that's not like on TV, like Stranger Things is a perfect example. Like like season four, like each episode was like its own little movie. Like there were like an hour and forty five minutes to two and a half hours long. It was awesome. But every time I watch an episode of this manifest, which I didn't know was network every episode was like 42 minutes exactly every single one i'm like wait a minute and then i did notice that like you know it was a little networky you know the show so i looked it up and it was on nbc i'm like god no wonder but it's still a good show if you want to check it out (laughs) but anyway when i was at jay's for thanksgiving we we got into this conversation i think we brought up back like could we bring up shit from like back in the day you know things that we used to do and things that we did and things like that and one thing i remember like when we were in our early 20s you know, back when we thought like a Chinese buffet was like was was good food, <laughs> we we would go to it and start talking about it. And I'm like, like do we, do you realize now in hindsight? And he did. He he knew exactly what we were talking about back then, and I did too. We just didn't want to believe it. I'm like, dude, do you realize when we went to those Chinese buffet, like that's pretty much like almost animal grade food, like the shit that they give you. Name me. Any buffet. It doesn't even have to be a Chinese buffet. Name me like a like Golden Corral or like any of those like buffets. It's all garbage. <laughs> you know? It's basically just like filler and like MSG soaked fucking food to make you pay like twelve ninety nine and only have like one plate, <laughs> you know. But the reason why we used to go there was because like we were you know, me me and Jay with you know, we've gone out for like crab legs, like that was our thing for years. We still is, but you know, now they're hundred and sixty two dollars for a fucking pound you know 
But we would go to Chickies. We would go to like Real's, like because Real's has like an all-you-can-eat night. I think it's like Thursday night. And they actually, like, they make them like chickies. You know what I'm saying? They're, like, really good. But, like, the, we would go to the Chinese buffet because they had crab legs. But they were, like, the crab legs that were, <laughs> they were, like, the, uh, I don't know how you would say, like, the dirty, like, low-life crabs. Like, they they were, they were like, small, but they were bruised and, like, just no good. It, it, they had no taste to them because they didn't season them. They didn't do anything. It was just, like, they would plop them into a pan, Right. But the thing was, is like when you walk into a, like, not just a buffet, but if you walk into like a Chinese buffet, we used to go to the one at Welsh and the Boulevard. I think it's not there anymore. It was right next to, to well, here's showing my age again. It was right next to the Tower Records when there was a Tower Records there. And, and we would go there, right? And like, go into any buffet, all right? Like a buffet or a Chinese buffet is basically the equivalent to, like a Walmart. Like the buffet is the Walmart of like restaurants. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cuz you you are going to see all walks of life in there. You're going to see trailer park, you're going to see white trash, you're going to see just the hood, you're like all kinds of shit, right? And here's what they do. They park themselves. Like so here's what happens. Like they got a bunch of other shit food, you know. And then they have like the pan where like the, the crab legs are. And like when they're empty, like the people the line will form. And they're like they're lining up, they're lining up for grade D fucking shit crab legs, right? And always what happens is it's like there's there's like a trailer park couple. They're always first in line somehow, right? And then when the guy comes out and switches the pan, like they take every single one of them and they leave like you know remnants and shrapnel. Like you'll get a random leg just hanging out, but they take all the clusters and run. They pile them up, knowing that there's 52 people in line. And they just white trash their way back to their fucking. It's just it was the whole thing was a shit show. After a while, I'm like, look, bro, you want to go in there if you can get some fine, but like to make like the, you know, the central focus be around crab legs that are shitty crab legs. Like we ain't doing this, you know. I'll go get some general chose and <laughs> animal grade general chose. <laughs> oh my god, so bad. Like the sushi in those places, it was like you can get better sushi at like you know. Uh, Royal Farms, like a gas station. <laughs> it's like gas station sushi. It was the same fucking thing. <laughs> oh my god, the garbage that you would get there. But I, it got me to thinking too, because <clears throat> at my job, we sometimes, every now and again, we would go to the food court in King of Prussia Mall for lunch. But it was kind of frowned upon because by the time you actually, like, we get a half hour for lunch. And by the time you actually drove to the mall, walked through the mall, picked out where you're going to go, grabbed something, stand in line, go back. It was it was like 50 minutes would go by. And we didn't give a fuck, but it was just like, do we really want to do this? But I remember, I used to say this to my friend, you know, the girl that made my logo, the one I call Auntie. I used to say this to her all the time, like when we were in the office. She'd be like, Christian, you're so crazy, you need to calm down. <laughs> calm down saying all that loud shit. So like... Here's the thing. You go into like King of Prussian Mall or any mall, really, okay? It's it, like the mom and pop, they're really, you know, the underdog here. Because, like, if you walk into the KOP Mall food court, first of all, I told you that mall's a third world country to begin with. You know, it's, it, you, you got to fight your way through all kind of nonsense. But they got, like, you know, known places like a Chipotle. They got a Five Guys. They got a Popeyes. They got a Chick-fil-A. They got a Tony Luke's, you know. Everything's known. But then there's always, like, the one-off, like, Chinese place that you've never, you know, you've never heard of before because it's just a random Chinese restaurant. It's not like it's, you know, like Panda Express or, like, P.F. Chang's. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
It's like Golden Walk or some shit, right? So they got to go to the point where, like, they got to, like, actually sell you on their shit. Because it's like, you know, you, you go to, like, Five Guys, you know exactly what you're getting. You go to Chipotle, you know exactly what you're getting, right? You go to Golden Walk, hey, yeah, it gets a little wishy-washy. Pardon the pun, but you know what I'm saying, right? So what do they do? Now, here in King of Prussia Mall, it's so, <laughs> it's so competitive they have like one chinese restaurant on one side and then another chinese restaurant on the other side and like they they physically face each other but then the court is right in the middle where like everybody sits at tables and you know whatever so what do they do they get one of their employees and they stand out amongst the people right and they got this this tray with with a bunch of bourbon chicken or like you know some mushu pork on a toothpick like a sample <laughs> and God forbid, you know, because I'm not that guy. Like, I'm not I'm like, oh, we'll take a sample and then I'll take off. You know, like, if I'm going to eat there, okay, fine. I'm not going to take a sample and take off. And so you just don't make eye contact with them. You just don't make eye contact with them to the point where they're going to chase you down because you better believe that's exactly what the fuck they're going to do. And this is what I used to yell at, at Auntie at work <laughs> all the time. Right? So, like, if you even make a peek over there just to see what's on the guy's tray or just to see what's in the restaurant right if they catch you making eye contact with them you become their target you can run away like you can run across the fucking food court right and they will they will have their tray in hand and they will hurdle over tables and families and 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 fake plant displays and all kinds of shit you want some pork like that's what they would do what the fuck at this point, even if even if I get it, I'm not gonna I'm not I'm gonna take the sample and run just to get you the fuck out of my face because his job's done. Now the next is to get us going line. Now they when you run away from them, they're, they're you're headed right to the other fucking place. You know, like you want some chicken, and they come up with the fucking they're chasing you all over the place. The next thing you know, you don't even want to eat in the goddamn place. Then you wonder it's a Five Guys or a Popeyes or whatever the fuck. You guys want to get the fuck out of here. You know, I feel like I'm in the Far East. You know, like being chased down on the street with a bicycle. With a guy with a triangle hat, like Raiden from Mortal Kombat. You want some pork? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so I would just yell that in the office. Like, I, I, <laughs> I would be like a mile away and I would see her walking by. I'd be like, you want some pork? Oh god. You'd be like, Christian, you're so crazy. Why are you saying that shit? Because <laughs> I'm very immature. What can I tell you? But I'm going from one polar opposite to the other here because I, I noticed that there was this this new trend that's going on, and, it, and maybe it's been a, not a trend for a longer time than I think. But I'm starting to see it more and more on social media, and like people are doing this, and I, I I understand that it has benefits, but it's something that came from Finland or maybe Iceland, you know, somewhere in that corridor, you know, Finland or Denmark or Nova Scotia or whatever the fuck. But like. These people, like, the, every body of water is frozen there because it's just, like, sub-zero temperatures at all times, you know, 12 months a year. Or at least I imagine so. You know, it's fucking cold over there. So, like, everybody lives on a lake, you know, or some shit, right? But they're, like, frozen over, and there's, like, you know, two feet of snow on top of the frozen shit, you know. But, like, somewhere in that lake, right up right from the property, they'll have, like, a little rectangle cut out. And it'll be, like, a pool ladder, like, so you can actually go into the water that's, like... It's like the Titanic. Jack. 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 You know, like you can't even live through it. Like these people will sit in there for like five minutes. And that's that's like their coffee for the day. Like it has all these crazy you know, benefits, like I was saying earlier. 
Now, I'm starting to see like athletes in America, like that's starting to be their thing. It's like, you know, he's like, oh, the, you know, the benefits of it, like you're just so mentally sharp, you know, and like it lowers your blood pressure and it keeps you alert and blah, 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 blah. And I'm starting to think to myself, I'm like, well, think about it. <laughs> you know, like if you're a human brain, all right, and say you're like a brain that wanders, maybe, you know, like you, you, you know, your vehicle daydreams a lot because of you, like you're the brain, right? And these people get to like the, like the ice bath. And they go, like, dip a toe in it. And all of a sudden, like, the signal goes to the brain. The brain, whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? I just felt something on my lower extremity. What the fuck was that that was freezing? <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, did, did it step in snow? Did we step in snow? What the fuck are we doing? You know? And the next thing you know, like, they plunged their whole body in, you know? And the brain goes fucking nuts. Like, whoa, 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 Okay, 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 okay. I, won't, I, I swear to God, I won't drift anymore. I, I, I'll stay alert at all times. What do you want me to do? Just get me the fuck out of here. Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> and these people these like athletes are doing it like post-workout and i'm like i start to think about the benefits i'm like i i, I, th- I think i'll go with the comfort and i'll take the side effects that come with that <laughs> you know because you ever taken a cold shower water that cold like right down there it hits you like a thousand knives stabbing you all over your body you know in fact i, I have an experience from my life that I will never forget as long as I live. I remember one time, right? I had to go. I had to go to this thing for work. This was in like the late 2000s. I I didn't move to Willow Grove yet. I was still living in Huntington Valley, and I had to. I had to go to something important. It was maybe a it, yeah, because we had like an anniversary dinner at the company. That's for what it was. It was an, an anniversary dinner for a company that I was working for, and. I remember, like, we had to, it was, it was like, a, the whole thing was like a day, right? So, I, I remember getting up in the morning to go to work, and we were going to have, you know, they, they were going to have lunch catered and all this other shit, but then afterwards, like, when you go home, like, you go, but where we were going to go to this restaurant, we were all going to have dinner, right? So, I remember I woke up that morning, and I had oil heat in that place, and my landlord had it set on, like, once a month, but unfortunately, he had windows on that apartment from, like, you know, the Jesus days, right? And, like, wind was just blowing right through them. And same thing with the door. It was a drafty place. There was no insulation. So it's like I had to put the heat on 76 just to get the place internally to, like, 65. So I would blow through that oil in, like, two weeks, let alone taking showers and all that shit. And he had it set up for once a month. So every, every you know, I, I would tell him, I'm like, dude, don't you think you should just, like, you know, shorten up the intervals as opposed to once a month and then you got to call for emergency service and you get banged on the head twice and you bang me on the head for it? This guy was a slumlord. But anyway, I remember, like, right in the middle of the night, right, the fucking heat went out. We ran out of oil. And it was like, I remember it was like, it was probably... 12 degrees that morning and you know when you get to that point even when you do have heat where you wake up and you get to that point of the year where it's like it's so hard to leave that warm bed and just go walk into the cold and go take a shower and all that kind of shit like it's just the worst right well this was imagine the heat being off and it's like 12 degrees outside i went to go look at the thermostat and the the lowest i think it went to was like 60 and it was like pinned below that it had to be like 55 in there it was freezing okay then I had to go take a cold shower. And I got to tell you, like the pain of being cold and getting like hit by water like that. Like, okay, did I say to myself, Jesus Christ, I'm up. Of course I'm up. 
I just got showered with ice. What do you, what do you think is going to happen? But like, I'll, I'll take the I'll take the coffee or I'll take the caffeine. I don't I don't need to submerge my body <laughs> in an ice bath. These people are fucking nuts. I don't think you could pay me to do that. But I want to try it though. <laughs> Just to see what it feels like, but to get into like an every everyday type of thing, yeah, I don't know about that one, there, guy. You know, I'll tell you what though, I'd be willing to do it as as a routine. Is is it going to help me see? Because you know, I told you guys before, man. You know, up until I was about forty, and it almost happened overnight at forty. But you know, once I turned forty, I went fucking blind. Like I used to see like a fucking hawk. You know, I was like twenty twenty. I could read street signs from a mile away. You know, fine print, small print, anything on the TV. You know, if you're watching a sports game, like the the the, the score is down right in the corner. You know, I could see all the fucking shit, even the fine print. That, yeah, now, forget that shit. And God, do I fucking feel old. And I think a lot of it has to do with, like, blue screens, for sure. Because right when I turned 40, like, right around when I was turning 40 was when I, when I you know, I got the, out of the outside job and went inside into an office. And what do I do all day? I look at fucking screens. Look at my computer screen, you know. Then I eat dinner and look at the TV screen, and I look at my phone screen. And it's like that blue light fucks your eyes up, man. I can't see a fucking thing. I mean, I can, I, I can. I, I shouldn't say that, you know. I can see like in general, but like, like an example, like there's certain things sometimes on my computer screen, my TV screen come up. I gotta squint and like get into a position where I'm like flashing my dominant eye and all this other shit. But the one thing I've actually learned since all this, if it's nighttime and it's raining operating a motor vehicle is nearly impossible <laughs> when you have the sight that I do now I'm telling you man like one of these days I'm just going to run over a, a curb and, and into some people because like dude I was going down like the complete wrong lane this whole fucking time I was driving down somewhere I forget where the fuck I was but it was like a double lane somewhere in Autobahn it was a double lane but really the lane was a shoulder and like, you know me, like the people, like if you're not moving in front of me, I'm like, fuck this, I'll go past you on the right. I went to go past him on the fucking right, and now I'm on the shoulder, and like the shoulder ended. <laughs> Dude, I had to come to a stop and wait for like 11 cars to go by me. I'm like, oh, this isn't even like a part of the road. I am fucking blind. I swear to God, it's absolutely insane. But if anybody feels that way, please just, you know, when they turn 40, like they just went blind overnight, or people who are just, you know, exposed to blue screens all the time please just make me feel better about myself you know tell me you crashed into a garage or something or not i did that already but no tell me you crashed into something or ran over a curb or some shit please make me feel better okay so it is time for the get off my lawn segment for the week so here it is what the hell is this get off get off my lawn now for the first time in C-Rod podcast history, I'm going to do a reverse get off my lawn segment. Because as you guys know, I always go after today's youths. Did you say youths? You know, basically like teenagers into their early 20s because they're, they're we're just doomed. If, if, if that's what's going to be running this country 10, 20 years from now, we're all fucked. We might as well jump out of a window right now. However... I'm starting to get little gleams of hope. That's right. From this generation. All right. So I'm going to pay them their homage. Right? Now, I think it was last week or maybe it was the week before when I was telling you about that school teacher that said, like, I don't know a 14-year-old boy that doesn't follow Andrew Tate. And I went, hmm, interesting, you know, 
because you know toxic masculinity like you know because this is this is the generation of the the butt hurt the offended you know the I, I can't pick a gender i don't know what a woman is you know and i'm i'm all in my feelings and i want to protest about things i have no idea you know of, of what i'm really talking about i just need to scream at the top of my lungs like a fucking psychopath and dye my hair blue you know and i think a big reason for that is like go back to the days before smartphones and social media was anybody offended back then no we weren't you know but the, <laughs> all these idiot devices just make us think about things we shouldn't even be thinking about I'm too offended. i don't even know fucking why anyway you know as you guys know i hate andrew tate the person i love andrew tate the movement because we need it back we like this is ridiculous okay of, of all these you know like 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 today's boy teenage boy is wearing a midriff top you know little boy shorts you know knee socks his hair's in a man bun you know we got to get away from that we, we we have to get like men or men let's let, let's be serious about this for a second okay you know but it, i will say this I, I i've said this a million times on this show we need a generation to rebel you know and i didn't see it happening in my lifetime i really didn't i really didn't i'm like there's no fucking way with, with the way we're headed you know i i identify as a turtle and all this other bullshit you know i was like there's no way in hell i'm gonna live to see it but one day there's gonna be a generation that rebels now if you would have dropped gen x into today as rebellious as we were this shit would have been over a long time ago because you know we we rebelled back then but the funny thing was is we didn't have anything to rebel against we really didn't (laughs) you know we were just pissed off for some fucking reason again watch watch a woodstock documentary if you want to see how pissed off my generation was so we had nothing to rebel against so what did we do we just broke the rules you know drank in the woods smoked weed did acid you know vandalism all kinds of shit you know but you know we didn't have anything to actually fight back this generation does and i think they're starting to fucking do it i really do you know and there's there's a gleam of hope you know because that's what you rebel against now you you rebel against woke and you rebel against gender bullshit you rebel against alphabet soup you rebel against you know indoctrinating our children at five years old and pick making them pick a gender and all this shit you know and i think they're gonna do it and I'm pulling for you, kids. I, I, I really am yeah, pulling for you in the worst way. But now, I always wanted to have a a conversation with one of these people, you know? Now, this kid is pretty much a, he's a late Gen Zer. He's almost on the cusp of Gen Z and Gen Alpha, all right? And maybe, Gen Alpha, maybe you can actually live up to your name. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be a, a thing to get behind? <laughs> but anyway, on Thanksgiving, I was talking to Jay's girlfriend's son. And I've known this kid for years. I just hadn't seen him for years because he moved out for a couple of years and now he recently moved back in, right? And I think about somewhere around three or four months ago, I was over there and, and we were out back hanging out drinking as we do. And, you know, at one point it was just me and him out there for like a half hour. And we were just talking, you know, and I'm like, man, I'm like, this kid is a fucking throwback. You know, he's, <laughs> he's like late Gen Z and he's pretty much, he, I think he's like 20 or 21 years old. And, you know, he's right in that age of pussydom for, for this generation. And he is not that. All right. Like he's a throwback from our generation. He really is. <clears throat> Cause he, he, he is 
all against all the bullshit that you and I are against. You know, the way that the world is headed today. And I thought that basically his whole generation was the butthurt. And, and he's like, I'm so fucking sick. There's so many people who are sick and tired of it. And now, you know, like I said, the kids, the kids that are younger than him are starting to get tired of it. And I really hope that they, you know, that they rebel, you know. And this kid just has such a good head on his shoulders. And, you know, he's probably going to do very well in life, you know, because he doesn't get let that other shit get into the way, you know. And he was born into technology. So it's like there's, you know, like the fact that he's the way he is, is like it's, it's a mark on his generation for the people who are like him. All right, now get up there and rebel, God damn it! Get us out of this fucking alternate universe we've been living in for the last five years, ten years, whatever the fuck it is, whatever woke started, whatever people got offended started. Get rid of it. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. But it's time for that's fucked up. On today's episode of how fucked up is fucked up. That's fucked up. Now it's been a, a few weeks since I talked about this complete human piece of shit that happens to be running our country right now. Because this guy, just he, he can't open his mouth without either lying or just making a complete buffoon out of himself. Like, this is, this is embarrassing at this point, and now that we're past the midterm elections, we got all the bullshit, it's time to get rid of this guy. This is, this, I mean, dude, this is just, I mean, it's not good. But I mean, like this, I want to show you what the rest of the world is seeing, okay? Because this guy just, he's his fucking, he's, he doesn't even know he's alive. He really does not. He's, a, he's, a, he's brain dead. However, he's not brain dead enough to still not be corrupt because we all know now even the mainstream media is saying the Hunter Biden laptop is real and now they're going to do all kind of deep dive investigations. They're going to find that they're fucking career criminals, all right, treasonous criminals, and nothing will happen to them. As as always, you know, it's the same fucking thing. Like they try to get you excited, like, oh, we're gonna fucking take this guy down. And it never, nothing ever happens. So the only the only saving grace that I have that I can like go after him is, is just his fucking stupidity and his fucking buffoonery. He actually had the audacity to say, you know, he's like, yeah, three thirty nine guy uh, down from uh, when it was five hours and uh, when I took office. Not dipshit. It was two nineteen when you took office. <laughs> it went up to five dollars because of your first and third and fourth week policies. And <laughs> as soon as you got in office, you went down over five hours when I took office. Yeah, okay. All right. Now, here's the genius on figures because we know that like he's he's a two things that he's great at numbers and acronyms. Okay, but here's him. Talking numbers. Just talking numbers to the American people. Check us out. Over a billion, two hundred, a trillion, two hundred billion dollars. It's called the bipartisan infrastructure law. A billion over two hundred billion trillion million dollars, man. Two trillion billion billion dollars. It's called the bipartisan infrastructure act. The fuck? <laughs> like I swear to God, I hate this man so much. It's it's like I looking at him makes me sick. As you guys know, I've said this a million times, but I can't wait until the day when it's the last day I've ever seen or heard this fucking buffoon. Okay, now here he goes showing his genius for just simple arithmetic. Now, I mean, he just wants to let everybody everybody know that he knows that two plus two is five. So take a look at this one. Let me start off with two words: made in America. We start off with two words. Made in America. 
Well, maybe that's four words, man. I don't know, seven words. I need a nap. Yeah, good one there, potato. All right, now, while we're on numbers, check this out. Which, as the same bankers talk about, is going to bring a billion, a trillion, seven hundred million dollar billion. Somebody give him some water, please. Like, didn't you learn from the last one? Don't talk numbers. Billion, 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 billion dollars, man. <sighs> Fucking idiot. Now here's him very articulately explaining to the American people that he thought it was, you know, he, he found it funny that they were calling him an extremist, and just only. Joe Biden can explain it this way, but it's crystal clear. Check this out. No, no, I'm just saying. I just, I just found it interesting that uh, Biden's being a popular, a pop, a, a, a cop, a, Biden's being an extremist. Got it, Joe. You found it funny that you're being an extremist. What? Like, if you can't tell... And here's the other thing, too. This is what world leaders are seeing. Not only is he stuttering and, and tripping over his own fucking lips, all right? He squints and fucking squitters like a, like a, like a two-year-old, you know, trying to... Oh, God. Just just get rid of him already. Please get rid of him. And, and the funny thing is, too, is, like, does nobody see how, how he's changed into this geriatric fuck? Right, that he's that he's done like ten years ago. Like I will play like clips from him. Like when he's well, tomorrow we're gonna you're here on the Senate floor. I'm told, you know, we're gonna vote on abortion. We're gonna vote on you know, and, and it's like he has a voice. Now, all right, yeah, like. I mean, is there anybody out there? I, I, I got to know. Is there anybody out there that says like, oh, man, I feel good. And I know I've said this before, but like, oh, man, we're in good shape with this guy. Now, this one's golden, and it's kind of a mixed reel, so you might, you might not be able to, if you can't see it, to differentiate, whatever. But here's him trying to like poo-poo the fact that he's got a stuttering problem. And he talked about it when he was a kid, and then there were side-by-side -side things that he said right from this. Okay, just just listen to this. True, I used to talk 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 like that. No, 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 no. When I was a kid, if we and excuse me, problem with me. It sounds funny, but guess what? It makes you feel like an idiot. Makes you feel like an idiot, Joe. The, the difference is, is when you were trying to talk about when you were a kid, you weren't acting. You were just talking. That's how you talk. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, seriously, he was just trying, he was trying to imitate himself as a kid. And it's like, no, that's you now, Joe. That's you now. Sweet Lord, mother of fucking mercy. But I got two more for you. And this one is just a vintage classic biden teleprompter blooper and it's funny because like it's so funny when he actually fucks up on the teleprompter because there's certain words that you have to enunciate a certain way to like really get the delivery there and he fucking steps on it every single time listen to this significant climate investment will quote help turbocharge 
the emerge the ener- the, the excuse me tur- turbocharge the emerging global clean energy clean energy economy. Got it. Noted. Duly noted, Joe. You know, but the key word there was turbocharge, right? And he tried to really like you know put some stank on it. <laughs> and again, green that with turbocharge. Excuse me. Turbo charge. <laughs> and also notice after he completely obliterates something, right? It's like he'll sit there for like 32 seconds. And he tries to fix it with, excuse me. No, we, were, we are well past excuse me, Joe. We're, we're way past that. All right? It's time. You know, get this fucking potato. The fuck out of here because here's the thing you know again this is this is why greed is it takes all because like it's pretty much elder abuse that jill biden actually allows this you know but you can totally see it with her she's in it all for the fucking money of all of his corruption and she's younger than him so like when he you know bows out gracefully she's she's going to be the heir to all of this Fuck off, Jill. God, everybody fucking hates you. God. That isn't even nice. Go suck a big fucking dick, Jill. So she's letting him, you know, like, yeah, just keep running him out there. I'm getting paid. You know? Now here, to, to finish this segment off, is what really, really pisses me off the most. Okay? Here's what pisses me off. Every single fucking late night talk show host. You can all go to fucking hell Okay, and I hope you get fucking fucked with corn on the cobs up your ass for the rest of your goddamn life. I hope you get a boil on your ass and it gets infected weekly. Because you were at the forefront, okay, of get rid of Trump, get rid of Trump. He's a fucking monster, he's a fucking monster. I love Biden, I love Biden. And they're sucking Biden's dick like he's the greatest thing that's ever happened since the fucking Slurpee. All right. And they and you know didn't bother like I said to do any kind of research on the guy or whatever you know why would you do that as long as Trump is gone everything is fine well now now look what's going on and now they're now you're going to walk your shit back and I'm going to name three of them by name that I I would love five minutes alone with one number one first and foremost Jimmy Kimmel you can go suck a fucking rhinoceros dick okay and I hope you take one in your ass too fucking piece of shit hypocrite motherfucker you are all right he's sitting there you know shouting at the rooftops racism 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 and and 10 years ago didn't he wear blackface when he was trying to be called alone hypocrite much you fucking piece of shit scumbag jimmy fallon all these are on the list by the way it's just like unequivocally like you don't even have to audition you're already on the list jimmy jimmy fucking fallon is there a more hateable fucking guy? I swear, like, th- this is a guy that just, like, I just want everybody to like me. I'll just do whatever anybody says as long as I'm liked. His stupid little fucking giggly moves and his high-strung fucking whatever the fuck. Here's him talking about his hero, Joe Biden. Check this out. Even though he tested negative, uh, not that much changes for Biden. He still works from home, avoids crowds, and takes 20 pills a day. <laughs> That's right, Biden is COVID-free. He even gave a quick speech from the White House Rose Garden. Sounds like he's back to his old self. Take a listen. Millions of Americans have used Paxlovid. Paxlovid, excuse me. Paxlovid. (laughs) I tell you what. 
I, I think it's, I used it. <laughs> Welcome back, Mr. President. Welcome back. Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry, Jim. It don't work that way. Because you had a hand in a lot of the ways that people vote, believe it or not. All right? He sat there for a year talking about getting rid of Trump. And he swayed his, you know, he sways his audience. You know? And he voted for him. You are responsible for this. It's like I said, you have no right to complain and you have no right to make fun of Joe Biden if you voted him in. Because you are directly responsible for all the bullshit that's going on right now. And fuck you, Jimmy Fallon. Trying to blow everybody fucking just to be liked because you weren't hugged as a child there, guy. I fucking know what you're up to. And the other one I'm not even going to do any kind of synopsis on, but Stephen Colbert, he can go fucking play in traffic. That fucking guy. All right? (laughs) (laughs) The fact that we actually have a sitting president right now that can't formulate a sentence is corrupt and is purposely flushing this country down the toilet for his families and his cronies' fucking financial gain, that is fucked up. Now, I'm going to play you guys. You know, whenever something is prefaced with, if you laugh at this, you're going to hell, automatically assume that I'm going to hell. And and I'm already going there anyway. Thank God I don't believe in it. (laughs) Because now I won't have to sit there and burn and, and fucking peril. You know? But all you guys listen... I'll save you guys a seat. I'm going to play this real, okay? Now, this is just only because it's to the line of stuttering like the That's Fucked Up segment was. It just, it, <laughs> it plays right into it. All right? This is a guy who has a stuttering problem. And it's, it was documented on the news. And you just get to listen to him. And at the top of the reel, it says, if you laugh at this, you're going to hell. I'm already there. So here's here you guys go. When you start to laugh at this, you're basically punching your ticket to hellfire and brimstone. Check this out. Every new syllable could set off a stuttering spasm. Negative part. In my experience, he's one of the most severe stutterers I have ever seen. And I've been in stuttering for 20 years. Let me ask you a few questions, okay? Uh, You said you wanted to be a professional basketball player. What teams have you played for, Eric? Well, my first year... Um, I played in Eric is now stuck on the letter M. He desperately tries to break the cycle. I have played in my first year I played in <laughs> and you're all coming with me <laughs> I mean I'm just saying let, let's go through a day in the life of this guy could you imagine being like the the clerk behind the counter of like the store that he frequents every day let's just say the guy smokes Marlboros right <laughs> People who are behind the counter, they hate their fucking life anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they start to really like hate all the regulars and shit. Imagine like the you know the kid was out partying the night before and he's got to get up and go to work at six o'clock in the morning, and this guy walks in. You know, oh yeah, can I help you, sir? You can get a pack of. He's probably like after a week, he's like, "Will you fucking spit it out already?" Listen, I already know you smoke marble. I'll never say it again. Here's your fucking shit and get the fuck out. 
you know. But if I was that guy, I would actually just use that to my advantage. I really would. I would just lay a beat down. (laughs) (laughs) Just lay a beat down and you just talk over it, but you're just stuttering over it. You'll be like one of those, you know, fast rapper guys. They won't even know what you're saying anyway. Seriously, have you ever listened to that one by Eminem? You know, can you pick out any word that he fucking says? Doesn't it just sound like he's going, it does, seriously. I'm going to hell for that bit. But that's all I got for you guys this week. And, you know, as always, it's it's just a pleasure. It's a pleasure doing this stuff with you. Now, this is going to be out a little bit late because my stylist threw me a wrench and I had to go there at 2 o'clock, which kind of like breaks up the day, you know. So this is probably going to get out a little bit late. Probably around, I don't know, I want to say hopefully 8, 9 o'clock. You should get a notification for those guys who listen on the first day because I know you're out there or your commute on Monday morning, or whatever the case may be. I am starting to get messages uh, regarding the best of, and, and some people are sending some things in. that I, Some of them I was kind of surprised at. I was like, really? I was like, all right, if you like that bit, you know, like if it gets any more votes, I can, I can do it. But like two of them surprised me. But they are starting to come in, and I think this is about the time they came in last year, like right around Thanksgiving, somewhere around there. So if something sticks out, or if you want to go back and re-listen and see what really uh, suited your fancy, you know, send it along to me because I want to get, you know, like I said, I want to get a nice fat two-hour-plus episode for you guys, and there's a lot more material to pull from than there was last year, obviously, and, you know, I hope you continue to share this podcast, you know, and help me grow it and, you know, introduce it to people that you think would benefit from it and like it and things like that. So, need to get a hold of me, see rodpodcast at gmail.com. You can get me on Facebook Messenger or you can text or call me if you have my number. And as always, the C-Rod Podcast is written, mixed, mastered, and produced by yours truly. I'm feeling pretty good, all right? I got the day off tomorrow, thank God. You know, because the worst thing to come back from is a long weekend on Monday. So I took that and said, fuck that. I nipped that in the butt and took that. But, you know, since I had, you know, conversation with that kid the other day and, and hearing all these things about this generation, that there's another side and they're rebelling. Thank fucking God. All right? And I guarantee you that that generation going to do what I tell you as far as until next week. This is Christian Rodriguez saying be awake, not woke and beat your fucking kids. Take care.